What did we talk about today on the uh, outside PIO official, unofficial? God damn it, I fucked that up. The officially unofficial PIO of Billings. That rolls off the tongue. I like that. (sighs) We're making t-shirts. Nice. I need some t-shirts anyway, so let's make some t-shirts. I think we're going to get the zoning criteria and print it, screen print it all on one t-shirt. You know what we should do? Do that. We should. So there's a dude on YouTube, AVE, who like tears tools apart. He's he's awesome. Mm -hmm. He sells a t-shirt or a t-shirt with a tap and die chart on it. But it's printed upside down, so you can like look down and hold your T-shirt out and read it. So we should put That's the zoning good. regulations upside down the on city the T-shirt. On. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fucking great? I think it would be. And then we could give them to city council. And they could just look down, yeah. like a little reference, like a little pocket constitution, yeah. only that you wear. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah, maybe Robert's rules. Or put it in a hoodie, so it like continues around. <laughs> so you have to reach the hoodie and pull the hood the around and yep. like, hang on just a second. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so today, boy, we we covered uh, the car wash debacle continued and uh, and it continued into uh, how did you put it, Stocky? Uh, a hot steamy pot of diarrhea. There you go. Couldn't have put it any better myself. Yeah. Uh, can't power wash. Well, you can't power wash the diarrhea. Mm. It sort of hits on two notes, you know, pun wise. You know. Hot steamy pot of diarrhea. You know, yeah, power wash it absolutely. Off, and off it goes, and then run this it through the dryer. Works. You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't even have to say thank you. Uh, that was amazing. Disgusting. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I don't recommend pressure washing diarrhea either. It uh, kind of aerosolizes yeah. it, and then you eat a lot more of it than you normally yeah, would. Yeah, you're gonna want a face shield if you're gonna do that. Yeah, it's in a just a big old a suit, full body hazmat suit. Um, <laughs> we're gonna bounce off of. Let's see, a couple of, two city council meetings, some public safety mill levy information that should further obfuscate (laughs) anything that you might understand or think you understand about public safety mill levies. Uh, An opaque rundown of the public safety mill levy. Yeah. Maybe a better description of it. We tried to narrow it down, but you can't narrow it down at this point. They're still deciding specifically what they want to see. Yeah. In the public safety mill levy, so that's fine. We'll hit, we'll hit, we'll hover around the edges. Uh, we're gonna spitball a uh, a new wrestling character that I think oh, is gonna work out very well. And uh, I like it. Here's a little little teaser. Think diseased birds. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm going to give a rousing recount of my time in Bellingham, Washington. And getting trained up on how to uh, solve the entire crime problem of the city of Billings. Finally, someone's doing it. Yeah, I'm, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. You and Dan Brooks. Yep. Me and DB. DB. Yep. Actually, I still have to go back. I have to go for one more training in the early December. Oh, my get, God. Get, and then, dude, I'm gonna have three letters after my name. Oh, you're gonna have like a card with like a yep. certification. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, gonna be like Reg man. Gibbs nice. with all of his with all of his letters. DDS, his MD. Yeah. SIP, UBMS, NASCAR, NASCAR, yeah, NFL, NBA, NHL. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the Reverend Joseph Stout, CPD. CPD. It's gonna sounds like a vape flavor. It is. It is. It's gonna. It's patented. Sure. Turn this fucking city around. It's about time. Um, that and a rousing regional rundown. Like all those R's I used. Rousing regional rundown. Yeah, exactly. All that and probably not much more. Uh, <laughs> this episode of the oh, Friday Packet. Oh, but you did read uh, oh. Council Fidel's uh, mm. stern uh, talking down to staff in a public setting. Yeah. 
Uh, Seems like the right way to do it. A rousing reenactment. Um, we'll let you listen to it, but uh, mm-hmm. maybe for future meetings, maybe not do that in such a public setting. Yeah. Maybe uh, pull them aside or an email and say, hey, what's going on here? Are you yeah. having some problems? Rather than yelling at him like a kid who just shit his pants okay, and he's just three years old and can't help it. Yeah. It's pretty nice. Wish he was my dad. Yeah. So we'll have that. That's okay. Right. So all of that and probably not much else. <laughs> On today's episode of the Friday Packet with Stocky and Stout. Hey. Hey. It is uh, November 13th, 2019 in the Black Magic City. Um, it is 7.40 in the p.m. Uh, the weather is... Balmy. Balmy? 40s. Moist. Oh, God. Oh, I forgot you hate that one. Oh, it's so nasty. Mm. Ugh. Ah! Yeah. There's a certain episode of the Great British Baking Show that just uses that word nonstop and it's like needles on yeah on a chalkboard on with toenails. fingernails yeah. oh god it's awful it's like r- running fingernails across a chalkboard that have <sighs> with needles underneath them and I just guffaw I just heavily just ah! size it's like why? yeah cake week is tough on stocky it really is on the um, uh, Great British Baking <laughs> Show in case anybody was ever wondering <laughs> Anyway, where were we? Anyway, this is the Friday Packet with Stocky and Stout. I myself am Stocky. To my left is Stout. Stout. Yeah, here he's, I am. He's a person with a hat on and a hoodie. I am. And in all black. He just got back from a funeral, looks like. These are blue. These pants are, are blue. Well, yeah. thanks a lot. But there's dark, somber blue. <laughs> uh, this is a podcast about uh, one very specific thing, and that's local Billings city politics. Um and then some other stuff. And mostly other stuff. And then we go off on random tangents and tell shitty and refer jokes. To, you tell shitty jokes and refer to stuff that go over most people's heads. But yeah. we're still going to do them. Absolutely right. Uh, we are, we have a, we have an email address. <laughs> yes, sir. It's uh, thefridaypacket at gmail.com with all your questions, comments, concerns, general observations. Uh, you can send pictures there. You can, uh, I don't know, send emojis. Oh, please. Bitmojis. Um, you, can, you can buy a star for us and then send it to that email. That'd I feel really that's a helpful. popular thing to do. Yeah. Show us how much you actually love us. Indeed. Uh, we're also on Patreon. Uh, what is Patreon? I don't know. You've got Google in front of you right now. Figure it out. Yeah. What the fuck? No, I, uh, Patreon is a <laughs> uh, place where you can go and support creators like ourselves. And for our specific uh, endeavor, uh, we're only asking for a dollar if you buy us for a dollar goes into the production and making of the said podcast or more if you want you or can, more if you, you want you more do whatever the heck you want if you want to do it just one time or if you want to give a dollar a month which totals up to 12 bucks a year or 14 dollars if you live in mile city um <laughs> you can go there and become a robocop level member i forgot the currency exchange between here and mile city yeah is. it's really tricky in forsyth you know they got a hundred of businesses behind those trees there really yeah and it's the county seat Son of a bitch. It really is. Which county? Ooh. Forsyth. Isn't that in a... Sorry. I've, Cowboy County? You can say anything right now and I <laughs> will believe County? You. Yeah. Kyle Canane County? Kyle Canane County. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go... Uh, yeah, Kyle Canane County. Okay. You can go there. Uh, Bias for Dell, like we said. Um, that'd be awesome. We appreciate all that do. Uh, if that does not interest you, you can go to... Any podcatcher or Google Play Store, iTunes, or you go to MySpace. We might be on there. I don't know. Um, give us a rating. <laughs> I a hope review. We are. Helps us show up in 
algorithm algorithms of certain sorts and uh, search engine optimization. There you go, SSLs, if you will. <laughs> Help us with our SSLs. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just made that up. No, it's good. Search I, engine optimization, SEOs. Yeah, there you there go. There we go. I'm going with SSLs. SEO, SSLs. <laughs> Yo, QTs. Yep, we are. Yo, FBIs. We're breaking new ground here. We people. are indeed. Um, and as well, uh, along with those, we have a website as well. It's all our recent episodes, along with some cool links that are very billing specific, like a link to the Project Rico project, and as well as a um, link to the city calendar. So if you were looking for ways to be involved in the city, you go there, click on that, and it'll give you a rundown of all November's hot, steamy meetings that the city's having. I don't know if that's <laughs> the, the greatest descriptor, but that's out. That's what I'm going with. It is literally the greatest descriptor. It really is. It's like a pie um, cooling on a, a windowsill. Oh, you can meetings. just you can smell it. You float can, along on the scent. You loft. sure can. With your nose in the air. And that's it. So uh, that's pretty cool. Um, and along those lines, um, I don't know if we brought this up, but they did a, a second reading of the boards and commissions. They were sort of redoing the rules, trying to, you know, get more people involved. I don't know Be still if that was, the, heart. <laughs> if that was this, the, the whole crux of it, but I don't think we went over it last time. But the second reading, um, Clark and uh, Mr. Yakovich went out of their way to make sure that we had people that are here, the two-year residents of Billings, before they can serve on an advisory board in the city of Billings, which is completely advisory role. Mm-hmm. No policy decisions really made. Nope, none. Um, they required. They it was this main sticking point for them. The, literally, the only qualification you have is that you are at least eighteen years of age, mm-hmm. and. A registered voter. Registered voter, which means a registered voter, because you can't be unless you're 18 years of age, so that mm-hmm. rule is completely superfluous. Sure. But your only qualification is that you've been here longer than somebody who hasn't been here for two years. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That hits the nail right on the head there. So I follow. I follow. You can uh, vote for a president. Um you can go away and be drafted into the army. You can uh, be rise. the highest paid neurosurgeon in the entire country. Sure, you could be like Doogie Hauser. What if Doogie Hauser came to town? Well, like, well, well hold on, Doogie. You can't because you haven't been here for two years. Yeah, he you was also, he, what, 12? Well, yeah. <laughs> but Doogie Hauser after eight years of practice. I want Doogie on a commission. Fuck yeah, me too. <laughs> could be pontificating on his, his tandy, uh, whatever he was typing song? on. It was like it was like a pipe organ. It was a very pleasant sound. It was I a remember. lovely song. I always liked the end of those those episodes where he wrapped everything up in like diary uh-huh. form on the computer. Yeah, Man, good time. Anyway, uh, whatever. There are worse. There are worse things that have happened to the world. There sure are. Native Americans weren't allowed to vote in all fifty states until nineteen sixty two. There so is that. The fact. That <laughs> Small moves, Ellie. Yeah. Small moves. There you go. So let's uh, move on to the, one of the main deals of uh, the city right now is a public safety mill levy. Um, there is definitely a shortfall in the city's budget. Um, it's PSL season. It's PSL season in the great state of Billings. It's a great state city of Billings. <laughs> it's a good state, Billings. It really is. It's really <laughs> its own state. It should be. God damn it. Uh, so you're asking yourself, hey... What would the uh, the council 
um, be prioritizing in said PSL. Mm. Oh, man, arms up. Good Lord. Careful. Just drinking water. Huh? Don't know what's going on. So on August 26th, the council answered the following questions during a council work session. So they adopted priorities in March, March 11th, I think it was. Uh, priorities, priorities identifying in the need to improve safety of buildings as their highest priority. Mm. So um, one of the first questions was, what is the objective of the public safety mill levy, or the PSL, to improve the safety of buildings? The city will focus on... One, reducing crime. Seems like a good start. Yeah, and that sounds like public safety. Yep. Uh, violent and property crime and code enforcement. A lot of ampersands in that statement. Mm -hmm. uh, number two would be saving lives and reducing property damage. Um, they would achieve this through enhanced fire department services. Uh, number three would be improving our quality of life. Uh, continue uh, diversion program par partnerships to reduce recidivism and minimize addiction vagrancy and homelessness continued diversion program partnerships it's a broad statement diversion program partnerships like drug court that sounds what you know the continuum of care maybe sure. uh a lot of other alternate alternatives to just straight up jailing them or uh, map yep okay uh, let's see what else. Reduce uh, number four would be reducing traffic violations. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't elaborate on that one. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's just that seems a little more ticketing or more priority from the police to focus on that sort of thing. Traffic safety. I yep. Guess. Okay. Uh, another question would be how far into the future should public safety safety levy address and what divisions should be included? One should be uh, law enforcement. Uh, municipal courts, pro or prosecution, 911 dispatch, fire department, and code enforcement. Uh, number two of the analysis will focus on the immediate needs, anticipated needs over five years, and anticipated needs over 10 years. Uh, number three, uh, impacts on facilities and equipment investments will also be included. Uh, da -da -da -da. So that's how far out they think they need to go. So quite Ten a ways years. out. 10 years. There you go. That's fine. Uh, uh, how should the how should a community working group of citizen leaders be created to help guide communications with the public? S step one: hire a PIO. Yeah, that's pretty easy, I would think, in my mind. Uh, but they've identified Mayor Cole and Councilmember Ronning will work with community leaders to identify citizens to lead this charge. What are community leaders? Uh, good question. Okay, I'll get back to you on that one. Steve Zabawa. Steve Zabawa. He is the he's the leader of the community. Awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> it's going to go very well. <laughs> so that's just taken out of the uh, council work session. So that was 11-4, so November 4th of 2019. They met at the uh, school district two meeting room. Went all right, I think. It was a new place. Clark yeah. was, was scared of that microphone. Didn't know how that one worked either. What? Really? Yeah. He usually is pretty good with that. Yeah. Um but there was extended, extended conversation on that. Um, I was watching on, I found a new way to watch it on Facebook. Apparently you can do it. So you just go to Community 7 on Facebook. Yeah. And there's just like live feed on the side there with comments. Uh-huh. And someone at the Billings Fire Department got a hold of the feed and was just commenting relentlessly on the side there. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. I heard something. About that. <laughs> that was interesting stuff. The live feed is fun. Angela Semino seems to be very, very active on that. Very active on that one. Um, and then Community 7 also just like once it's done, it's on Facebook. So you can go back and watch it at any time now. Yeah, which that's is awesome. nice. Um, I think they just archive it on Community 7, so it doesn't show up for a couple of days on there. But, mm-hmm. but Sometimes the Facebook several says well. weeks. Uh, what else in the public safety do we want to know? Um, How much is it going to make my taxes go up, Stocky? Uh, well, uh, the city has a structural imbalance stout in its uh, city general fund slash public safety fund. General fund and public safety fund revenues combined have increased at a rate of 2.6% per year over the past decade. Wow. Uh, While operating expenses have increased at a rate of 4% over the same time. I don't Um, see the problem. I'm I'm getting closer to it. Oh, okay, good. good, Maybe maybe I'm getting closer, I don't know. This has created (laughs) a funding gap that is not sustainable. Ah. Uh, Tax revenue over the past 10 years Increased 2.3% annually. Uh, tax revenue currently makes up 53% of the total revenue in the general fund, public safety fund of approximately $30 million annually. You know. So it costs $47 million annually. Um, so what you're saying is the uh, expenses of the city have risen more quickly than the uh, income of the city. Correct. Okay. Uh, so what they're proposing in here. They should make them criminals pay more taxes. That makes sense. Instead of my taxes paying for them. Yeah, I think you're onto something. There. Goddamn freeloaders getting <laughs> getting arrested on my dime. I'm the one who should be getting arrested. I'm paying the fucking taxes. Yep, that's perfectly not reasonable. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I'm pretty sure somebody said that on Facebook. Yeah, uh, they did. <laughs> uh, so we go to the first person. I am proposing, so I'm guessing this would be city staff. Or city administrator Kukulski, or whatever. But uh, yep, I am also proposing that an initial one mil today's value, so two hundred four thousand dollars a year, costing the typical homeowner three dollars and twenty five cents, be levied annually for additional prevention education, meth addiction. So that's in addition to. So I think that was Chris who. That was his kind of initiative. So that's not the overall one. Today the city is not spending over 30 minutes, blah, blah, blah. Where is the... I can't remember what the, what the deal, what the final one was, but it was like, it was something along the lines of like four mil or something, wasn't it? I can find it. Four mils. Data. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Mill levies are confusing as fuck to me. Yeah, you say the word mill and I go, oh. But there's one L. So. Yep. So that means thousand. We've we've gone over it before and it's completely gone from my head again. Yeah. It's but we just, just keep hammering on it. Eventually it'll stick, right? I mean, the I guess the point is that it's increasing your um, property taxes. And if you, I swear to God, drives me crazy. People who rent a house. Yep. Say, fuck that. Making my taxes go up. Right. It's not. You don't pay property Wait a tax. They don't own the house. No, if they're renting it. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Weird, right? Yeah, but I mean, sure, their landlord will have to probably increase rent. So I get it. Everybody feels it, but it's fucking hard to understand. I think we could find what exactly they're talking about, but this the, the work session was more about this is what we need um, now. Council, you set the direction of how much you want to ask from the public. Um, I thought it was interesting, the one that stuck out to me. In 1991, there were two code officers and one part-time clerk. 
in uh, 2019, there are two code officers for residential area, one code officer for blighted and abandoned property, and one. So in, well, that'd be eight, 28, er, 28 years. years, they've been uh, one, two, two code officers. That's pretty good. Added. wonder what the... Oh, the uh, population of Billings was 81,091, and now it's 120? Yep, and there's about eight new cases uh, per officer per workday. Wow. Yeah. Shit. And there's a lot of open cases, and... I would imagine each case is more than maybe one hour mm-hmm. on average. So they did a whole bunch of peer studies as well. Um, some of the cities they used were uh, uh, Bend, Oregon, Boise, Idaho, Eugene, Oregon... Fargo, North Dakota, Fort Collins, and Pueblo was seem to be the one they're they're focusing on, um, who have significantly more code enforcement. Like Pueblo, Colorado, their population one hundred twelve thousand. They have seven Shit, uh, yeah. staff, seven plus staff, uh-huh. one supervisor, and then twenty part time in a cleanup crew, whatever that is. But they've got quite the department for a city of one hundred twelve thousand, which is roughly the size of Billings. But you can go into Rochester, Minnesota, and they have 117,000. They only have one and one supervisor. So it varies significantly over different municipalities. Probably, yeah. And it probably depends on the city how many, A, how many codes they have mm-hmm. for shit like that. And B, just like probably fewer code violations in a wealthier city. Sure. Um, but the overarching thing of this, I think, is we're, we're short on uh, police, uh, we're short on fire department coverage. Um, and adding two code enforcement officers will help, yes, but it's not going to fill the budget gap, which no. is needed at all. Yeah. Um, so the public safety mill lobby is the way to go because the legislature isn't going to say, hey, sure, go ahead and do a local option tax. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, hey, just start buying lottery tickets and see how that goes, <laughs> which is what it kind of feels like in a way. We should just tax vape juice more. Yes. Problem solved. Yeah, easy. Their immediate needs. Um, this is what they laid out city staff. They need, according to them, 36 officers, patrol and supervisory, approximately one vehicle per two officers, uh, three support staff, two animal control officers. Seems like it's like a CIP for personnel. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see if the, what they'll take. So two, two more 911 operators, one bailiff, uh, additional staff to reduce OT for ladder and aerial truck. Um, six firefighters, four administration staff in the fire department. Um, immediate needs. They need attorneys. They need two of those. Legal assistance, paralegals, additional required space needed because they're crammed in <coughs> somewhere. Code Excuse enforcement. Me. A full-time code enforcement supervisor, code enforcement officer, and vehicle and equipment. Uh, department. And the needs just keep growing. Yeah, so what, did, what? go back up to the additional five-year needs uh, five more per year for the next five years. Mm-hmm. So 15 officers, that doesn't add up at all because five per year for five years is 25. Maybe they're talking, <laughs> I guess maybe they're thinking of retirement and quitting and whatever. Yeah. But maybe they also meant three. So <laughs> also uh, good use of apostrophes and uh, additional five-year needs legal attorneys. Mm-hmm. Possessive. Uh, three battalion chiefs. Those are the guys who get to drive the Yukons instead of the fire trucks, right? La dee da, heated seats and all. Mm-hmm. So the 2020 mill levy process for the fiscal year 2021. Uh, first reading of the 
mill levy ballot language by council no later than June 8th of 2020. So they need to have this in rough form, or not rough form, but pretty focused form. Yeah, correctable, uh, but basically the final form. The uh, skeleton, if you will, the mm-hmm. carcass, the uh, cardboard box, the... Roadkill. Roadkill of uh, ballot language ready uh-huh. by June 8th, 2020. Uh, the second reading of that would be um, uh, by the council. I believe that's two weeks after that. It should be. Um, yeah, because you get the first reading and then, then another meeting and then the next one. Ballot language must be the Yellowstone County 85 days prior to election day. I think that would be easier if they just gave the date because how the hell do you count back 85 days <laughs> from election day? Well, it's just too much. Never mind. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> City Council sets mill levy fiscal year 2021 must be occur prior to October 1st, 2020. Okay. So the shortest timeline requires 99 days between the first reading and election. Woo! That's tight. It's coming up. Yeah, 85 plus 14 is 99, so it would have to be two weeks. Second reading has to be final. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's coming up pretty quick. Uh, That'll go great. I'm sure it'll go great. Um, are your taxes going to go up? Yeah. I mean, I don't see how they don't. It's kind of what they do, isn't it's kinda it? It's kind of what's going to have to happen. It's mm-hmm. not like going to fire half the, the police force or the fire station or cut in half city staff. Oh, that seems reasonable. Yeah. Um, cool. So that's public safety mill levy. You could pay people a lot less. You could do that. That's how you get the best work out of people, I've found. Let's move on to Fidel's comments. So last, uh, I don't remember exactly what the council made. It was probably that 11-4. This is going to go well. I, it's going to go so well. I'm so <laughs> excited for it. So uh, uh, staff has been uh, uh, pretty nitpicky with uh, the building and planning. Yeah, they uh, sure past have. past few meetings. Yeah. Um, and one of the ones was Barrett Road. If you want to get the specifics of it, you go to the archives and minutes, and you can look up the Barrett Road annexation um and one council member in particular was a little agitated (laughs) so to speak so to speak um he was voiced his frustration directly at at mr friday Mm -hmm. when he came up mr friedel uh and i went back and i tried to write down word for warrior what he said and rather than doing that i thought i'd take out uh, my phone and just do a voice memo while he spoke and uh uh, Stout will be playing the part of Chris Friedel. Text to voice translated. Text to voice translated. I could have given you verbatim what he said, but that's not fun. That's nope. why not why we make a podcast. Yeah. Um, and this this is uh, what uh, Friedel had to say in response um, <laughs> to some typos and some maybe some messiness maybe in some of the document documentation that, that planning brought to him. Sure, just a couple of little mistakes. Or sure. Something like that. Yeah. Go ahead whenever you're ready. All right. So I'm addressing a, I'll just say a member of city staff. Okay. City council tonight, to eat tonight, took in a word for remember if you want to know why the table this is, because I'm getting a little irritated about how these are needed to be updated for you guys. Get paid a lot of money. These people do a lot of work tomorrow. We need to make decisions on this, and diesel hiccups are cookie cutter boilerplate. To get on top of boiter flights. I'm getting tired of this. Or we have to make corrections of the council. Is get paid a lot of money, does professional Smith. 
What I'm saying that you guys are professional. They should be professionally done. We can have... <laughs> we can have to be hanky-panky by putting this together. About all we need to fix this, and we need to fix that. We have to. In we have inaccurate data background information, and that's why I was asking for us to be able just to make a point that we fought for it again. It's irrelevant, but I expect better from you guys. I expect the best, because you're a professional. Just like in my industry, I'm expected to get the best professional situation at this time. And at this hour, thank you. I'm not going to lie. So, yeah, that was wasn't that far off from <laughs> what you said. So he was just agitated about maybe some of the messiness in the planning documents that came before him that they were agreeing to. Yeah. Um, uh, <coughs> <laughs> so that was the, the way I came up with how we uh, get his words onto the podcast record, if you will. Well, I mean, it's pretty accurate representation. Mm -hmm. So this is an annexation right on Barrett Road. You know, just decades of shitty county planning mm -hmm. that the city is annexed in, and they're trying to unfuck what the county has done over the years. Well put. <laughs> Not to put that fine point see. on it. Yeah, yeah. But Jesus. There's a lot going on there, and to, to chastise city staff like that in front of a city, or in, you know, in a public forum is yeah. kind of shitty. Yeah. Uh, in I my estimation, I didn't really get estimation. <laughs> I didn't really get across the uh, tone of voice that he had either. No, he was leaning forward. He was uh, very demonstrative. It was it was deliberate. A, a dad kind of. Yeah, he's professional. Boilerplate stuff. We're talking boilerplate stuff here. Yeah, yeah, boilerplate. Boilerplate stuff and diesel hiccups. <laughs> well, obviously, diesel hiccups are part of boilerplate. <laughs> oh, speaking of, let's just stay in the planning department. Let's go to a, uh, as I worded it in my well-worded agenda, uh, a hot steamy pot of diarrhea. <laughs> you couldn't, I couldn't have put it to better myself. It's um, this is a zone change on Lewis Avenue and 24th, if you're not familiar with the city. Um, 24th is a main arterial. It's a four-lane, or actually it's... Would you call it five lane with a turn lane in the middle there? Yeah. Yeah, two each way with a turn lane. Yeah, two each way with a turn lane. It's one of the busier Good. roads in the yeah. state. Um, Good place to street race. And uh, they were trying to... Okay, I got to get it exactly right or else I'm going to piss somebody off. Residential professional to neighborhood commercial. There it is. We got it. On lot 7A, amended, south 150 of lot 6 and 7s of Arnold subdivision, second filing... A 30.772 square foot parcel of land uh, pre-application neighborhood meeting was held on August 26, 2019 at 6 p.m. at 1335 Lewis Avenue, tax ID AO2435. <laughs> It's a real nice tax code you got there. What kind of shame if a sausage came into there and fucking rolled all over with its mustard and relish and such? What kind of fucking accent did you just develop? I don't know. Uh, bears. Some kind of sassy Chicago. <laughs> really sassy is that, Chicago. Is that the Mothman? It might be the Mothman. I don't know. <laughs> Moth it might be your freaking uncle coming over for more of that hot dish. I mean, God. <laughs> Eight three quarters of it already. I don't know if he could eat any more. Three quarters. <laughs> so yeah, this is a zone change, and this was just that. What that's what I what it was a residential professional, an RP to a neighborhood commercial, and that's all they should have focused on. But for now, let's see. I think I told it was like four and a half hours. We discussed a car wash 
on why a car wash shouldn't go on a main arterial street. Between two meetings, right? Yep. Yep. This is spread out between two meetings. Um, and it's supposed to meet certain criteria. Um, <laughs> and what those criteria are, you're asking? Well, let's go through them again. Okay. Uh, let's spend some more time. Yep. Uh, is the new zoning des- uh, des- or designed? Yes. Designed in accordance with the growth policy? Um, they said yes. It's consistent with the following guidelines in 2016. Okay. Growth policy, infill, infill and development in the city. Um, number two, is the zoning de- uh, designed to secure... Uh, designed to secure from... Wait, is that right? Is the new zoning designed to secure from fire and other dangers? That's kind of a weird statement. Um, the new zoning requires minimum setbacks, open and uh, landscaped areas, and building separations. The new zoning, as do all zoning districts, provide adequate distance separation, uh, density limits, blah, blah, blah. Uh, number three, whether the new zoning will promote public health, public safety, uh, and general welfare. These are pretty broad questions. Yeah, I think that uh, that could be interpreted in any number of ways. Sure. Uh, the vacant church would be removed and the property would be used for a car wash. The, the first mistake there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Whoops. Shouldn't have mentioned that. Shouldn't have mentioned that. Uh, but then the the agent and everybody got up there. Um, number four, will the new zoning faci- facilitate an adequate provision of transportation, water, sewage, schools, parks, and other uh, public requirements? transportation the proposed zoning will have not have any effect on existing transportation uh as well as uh water and sewer uh schools and parks should not be affected by the proposed zoning fire and police the subject property served and uh, city public safety services um no consequences there number five will the new zoning provide adequate light and air mm-hmm. yeah I, I think it's double there i mean i get some sun Maybe some O2 or something like that. Maybe even some nitrogen here and there, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a good call there. Uh, number six, will the new zoning affect motorized and non-motorized transportation? The new zoning will have no effect on transportation systems, uh, according to staff. Number seven, will the new zoning promote compa- or compatible urban growth? Yep. Sure. Uh, number eight, does the uh, new zoning consider the character of the district <laughs> and the peculiar... Uh, suitability of property for particular uses. The character of the district. Yep, the proposed zoning does consider the character of the district. Okay. It's going to turn it into what it's going to turn it into. Uh, Number nine, will the new zoning conserve the value of buildings? Approval of the zone change will conserve the value of the property by allowing redevelopment of the property. Okay. And it'll take a church off it, which is tax exempt, and put a property on there that does pay taxes. A business. Yeah, a business. So check, 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 check so far. (laughs) Will the new zoning encourage uh, the most appropriate use of the land through the city of Billings? The proposed zoning will allow redevelopment of the land to a new commercial use. Residential development on this corner is not the most appropriate use of the land at this location. Lower intensity commercial development to buffer residential neighborhoods from high traffic is an acceptable use of the land. Um, so those are the s- staff's uh, recommendations there. And then financial impact I find interesting on this. Uh, yes, it's, it's a long one, so yeah. get out your pencils. Mm-hmm. Uh, appro- uh, approval of this application will have no direct financial impact on the planning division budget. End of Whoa! financial impact. Except 
if they build a car wash there, they'll have to pay property tax on the place and more money will come into well, the city. Well, that's all hearsay. That's, oh, nope, yep, sorry, I said car wash. I wasn't supposed to say car wash. That's <laughs> all hearsay for at this point. So, uh, testimony from residents concerned uh, opposing this whole thing was they don't want it there. I'm there, just going to broadly go over this. They yeah. don't want it. Um, the zoning commission voted on it and said, no, we're not in favor of this. And city staff's like, well, why? And then the zoning said, the commission said, we have to have a reason. Well, yeah. <laughs> so they helped them along with that. And then the, the residents thought that is coercion and the, the planning staff uh, working against them. Um, and that have, was have firmly backed into that corner. That city staff is uh, getting kickbacks or something along those lines from the agent and the people. The whole trying to do the, this quote the the whole thing is fixed. It is. The, and the it's a rig system. Too. Yeah, it's a rig system. We're all just living in a rig system. I read concerns that um, the person applying for the zone change gets to present as long as they want, and that uh, public comment is only limited to is limited to only three minutes. Sure. So that's the person that's coming, yeah. So the person that's coming up with the plans and doing all this work and spending the capital to create such a plan. Shouldn't should get only to speak get three minutes more than yeah yeah I, I I get it to a certain extent and the neighborhood spoke and by neighborhood I mean two people yeah um, came to both these meetings and spoke heavily against it a couple of them one's a CTA architect um, one's a business professional I don't think he gave what he does um, but they live behind the subject property and are concerned that that is gonna do all sorts of awful things to their property values and run over children and uh, basically destroy everything. Well, I, in our previous episode, Hypothetical Car Wash, mm-hmm. I mentioned the fact that like, if you think it's going to be loud or ugly, that's reasonable. Sure. But thinking that millions of children are going to be run over by people getting their car washed, I think is probably a little bit far I think the chances are pretty good of that, and no matter how it's zoned, mm-hmm. you would think... So what the Zoning Commission do, I think we should elaborate on that. After taking public comment, the Zoning Commission had some discussion about the application, the neighbor's concerns, and the commission's concerns with the application. There was discussion of making a motion to recommend denial. During discussion, the commission cited BMCC section 227-1502D3. I'll go to that section D number three. The zoning would allow uh, uses that would not promote public health safety or general welfare that was their reasoning for it um okay criteria eight the new zoning does not consider the character um to particular uses and criteria 10 the new zone will not encourage the most appropriate use of the land ultimately zoning commission member uh boyette made the motion to recommend approval and adoption of the findings of the 10 review criteria as per staff recommendation the motion was seconded by member larson the vote was uh, zero in favor and four opposed to the motion. It's, the motion uh, is recommended to recommend approval failed. That's very confusing to me. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, could they have done that in a weirder way? A little bit. They could have. Okay, well, it's good to know. So the Zoning Commission voted zero and four against uh, approval findings um, for zone change 973. And uh, But they didn't vote to not to recommend against it, they voted to not recommend for it. 
So, like, they took a vote on whether or not they should put a recommendation in. Right. And they voted against... That's my understanding. It could be completely wrong, but I, I'm my, at me this too. point I where my mind is just mush at this point. Yeah, yeah. on what that that means. Okay, well, yeah, you know what? Do, what do we what do? We do? <laughs> Who cares? So there's that. So it went up. Uh, this would be last night. Um, they beat it to death. They were beating a dead horse. Like they couldn't, they couldn't get past the car wash. They were convinced that that was going to happen, and maybe that's on the agent. Maybe that's on the the people who were were had this public meeting and I read one thing where they said, uh, it doesn't matter. The zone change is going to go through. They were maybe a little too cavalier about it. Um, and the residents did not take kindly to that. That's and fair. That cavalier vo- comment. Yeah. That's like, that, I'm with you. I don't know. Maybe. Um, and they voiced their opinion and got it, uh, it voted down and <laughs> council member Clark's reasoning for it. Um, when he made the motion initially was, I vote that we don't approve this uh, on the basis of the three things that that lady said was his official motion. <laughs> and, <laughs> and if you're going to vote down these things, you have to cite specific things like they did in the zoning commission, like we don't think blah, 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 blah. Yeah, there, um, you have to have a fucking reason to say no. Yeah, because you can get in some hefty legal trouble. Um, <laughs> and you could see Brett Brooks sort of like, oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. Um, but they they got it straightened out um, on, uh, I believe it was number three, eight, and ten. Um, uh, on why they proposed not to do it. So whether they would promote public safety, uh, public health, and general welfare. Number eight would be, does it um, follow the, the character of the... <laughs> District. That one's that one's a stretch for me in my mind since it's on a, such an arterial and it's surrounded by. There's a gas station convenience store right next to it across and then, the street. You know, I and a Jesus bookstore work. next door. Yep. Is that closed now? It closed. Uh, I think that Ganans closed as well. So there's really not a whole bunch on that. Other Fuck than the all Montana, going on there. Yeah, Montana Rescue Mission, and then the further south you go on that road, it seems to be some newer stuff. The development called Grand Junction. Grand Junction, indeed. Exotic pets. Blanco Blanco used to be there. Mm. Oh, I think Shield started out there. Or Big Bear, sporting it stored on Twenty Fourth. <coughs> now Shields is where uh, the MRM thrift store right? is now. Okay. Um, and number ten would have been: Will the new zoning encourage the most appropriate use of the land throughout the city of Billings? Um. <coughs> Possibly. I mean, these are all... It's very vague. It's very vague, and it just opens up a lot of interpretation and possible legal stuff that could go through. Um, but like we've mentioned before, there's new zoning going through, and one of the reasonings, the people, uh, one of the pr- people was, which was opposed to it... Rhonda Carlson. And she is a architect at CTA. Okay. So she knows. She's pretty well-versed in the, the codes and everything like that. So Sure. Um, and she also lives in the neighborhood, and she's worried about that. Um, so I, I believe council leaned pretty heavily on her, and um, council member Clark also lives in the neighborhood. You know, if we're going to talk about conflict of interest, I mean, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You're a council member, and you shut down some development in your district because you didn't want it there. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, Put a lot of strain on on legal, I think. <laughs> yeah, these days. Um, 
but they don't not have even anything bring... else going on, so it's fine. Yeah, and they, had, they haven't really brought up what the, the Heights one. Who knows when that's going to start showing up again? The one oh, where they brought a city cop <laughs> up in a po- opposition to it. They pushed that one through. So, and then now I think it's going to be uh, stressed. I think in the coming lawsuit. Yeah, but I, isn't the isn't the lawsuit against the developer not the yeah I think not it the is. city, but um. It wasn't Jason Hansen's uh, main complaint that the information wasn't available to him? Uh, his main complaint. Um, and then somebody emailed him back saying it's in the packet it went out on Thursday. Yeah, um, all that stuff was in there. Um, but it's like those those criteria are so open to interpretation, it's hard to say this is oh, yeah. how we came to these conclusions. Um and someone could interpret them a completely different way, and that's sure. where you end up. You end up with three-page letters that you send to the city staff, uh, voicing your dis- disapproval of it because you see things two different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. Indeed, whatever. They killed it. That's mm. great. It's it's dead. Everything oh, should dead. be fine now. Everything should be fine, indeed. So that's the the. Uh, I'm not going to go into the letters. I think we hit this one hard enough. <laughs> I'd say so. <laughs> so it's, there will be no hypothetical car wash. Um, it's too bad. On the corner of Lewis and 24th. It's my favorite kind of car wash. So Stout was in uh, Washington State, Bellingham to be specific, last week. Sure goddamn was. Um, you were also at City Council. They didn't pan out, so I, I didn't get to see you. But I did get to see uh, Mehmet from the... DBA is he DBA? Yeah, yeah. He's well. He's a DBP. DBP Downtown Billings Partnership. Development part partner. of the uh, Downtown Billings Alliance. He get, got up and gave a spiel mm-hmm. in a, in a lovely outfit, I must say. He is a snappy, snappy dresser. Jesus Christ, he, he puts me to shame, <laughs> which isn't hard. <laughs> well, fair enough. Same here. Uh, he's a, he was a sharp dressed man. Yeah, he looks good. He's a big fan of Paisley. He likes those good <laughs> patterns on those shirts. Yeah. Does it come across on the on the stream? Well. It does. Um, it up I'm glad he wasn't shifting side to side too much because I would probably have got motion sick. Just <laughs> seize up on you. But I can't play guitar here without getting motion sick. So really, yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, interesting. Interesting fact about me. I oh, can wow. watch guitar here for too long, or else I look away and then fall down. We should have a uh, Friday packet trivia episode. <laughs> <laughs> so no, you were in Washington State for Monday yeah. through Friday at I got a police station. Up, yeah, the the Bellingham Police Department um, paid. Uh, uh, outfit called the National Institute for Crime Prevention, NICP, mm-hmm. to come and train me and 46, 48 people I've never met before. From like around the country? Or around yeah. The world? Uh, I sat next to um, Anthony. Yeah. Yeah, he was a fucking cop. <laughs> so many fucking cops there. <laughs> Anthony from uh, Atlanta. Um, Hotlanta. Hotlanta. He's a nice man. It's in um, Georgia. That's what last I heard. Nice. Anyway, uh, he works for effects. Marta, uh, which is Metro. Oh, the transportation uh, down there. Metro Atlanta Regional Transportation Authority, or something like that. Yeah, so it's like the light rail and the, and yeah. the buses and all that. So it's like the Met of Atlanta, only on a much much larger scale. It's, well, it's a little bigger. <laughs> He likes to say that it's the ninth largest transportation system in the country. Good God. Yeah. That's ninth. Ninth. That's uh that's in the top ten. That's right after eight. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. It's a little it's a little smaller than the eighth largest. Yep. Um 
checks out. I could go on. Mm-hmm. But uh, what were the main themes of he's this? He's a sergeant and he was a nice guy. And we sat there and we learned uh, all about crime prevention through environmental design and how to um, recognize aspects of uh, buildings or developments or parks or trail systems or whatever that would be conducive to what do they call it uh abnormal use okay which would be you know crime they like to use different words for stuff nefarious activities yes exactly like you know hiding in bushes and screaming at people hooliganism yeah mm-hmm. basically uh joe cranert anything <laughs> joe cranert would do um <laughs> but, I totally get that reference. No one else does. <laughs> no, that's fine. One one other person might. And yeah, that, it'll look be up worth Witch it. Cop on YouTube. You <laughs> we should fucking just link that in. Okay. Um, but it was. I was like, I went into it thinking eh, this might be kind of silly, but it was like a full fucking forty hour work week with exams and presentations and shit. And I actually learned quite a bit of stuff. And I think I might actually be able to kind of do something positive nice with this garbage so what you got out of it was you're able to do the evaluations for property owners around Mm -hmm. the the billings district itself Mm -hmm. but with the opportunity to spread out to other areas and be able to do your services at a hefty hefty fee oh yeah i'm gonna make millions of dollars doing this (laughs) but no i mean for any property owner within the downtown billings tiff district i will be more than happy to show up perform a septed evaluation and um for free Free of charge, gratis, pro bono, pro if you will. Bono. Pro um, Sunny Bono. Yes, well, I'm anti Sunny Bono, but I'm pro bono in general. Okay. Pro bono. Um, like that free album that they gave every you Apple. Can't get owner. a free phone. Pro bono, yeah. Um, shitty like joke. Facebook. Apologies. Uh, and then if you do some things that I recommend that you do, uh, we, the, the Downtown Billings Partnership, which is not me, uh, will be happy to reimburse you for 50% of your cost up to $3,000. Mm, 1500 bucks. Yeah. Nice. It's a pretty good deal. I think so. So Is there um, any discussion on uh, trenches like we discussed in previous episodes? Yeah, bunkers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. supply, stock bumpers, yep. turrets with yep. ammo. Nothing, nothing on those fronts? No, we're down. I'm, okay. That's Yeah, they definitely taught me how to design those well and... Uh, that, that'll, we're talking like a Maginot line in downtown Billings. Yeah. That just circles the entire city like a moat. Yeah, exactly. Has anybody seen any uh, movies about the Battle of, at Verdun? It's going to be go. basically Battle like Verdun. that. Um, but the city council reluctantly approved unanimously $20,000 grant of increment funds mm-hmm. to go toward that. And uh, Mike Nelson of the... Fabulous Northern Hotel in beautiful downtown Billings, Montana. Mm-hmm. Also donated $5,000 of the Northern's own money to add on top of that $20,000. Cool. And First Interstate Bank also donated another $2,500. So if you need updated good lighting on the back of your building, for instance, and it costs $1,700, we will be more than happy to contribute half of that. Cool. It's an all right deal. Yeah. And um, the, the only real discussion during city council was uh, Mr. Roy Nice was confused by the uh, minutes of the downtown Billings partnership. And he said, well, wait a minute. Northern gave you five. First Interstate Bank gave you two and a half. So that means you only need twelve and a half thousand dollars to get your twenty thousand dollars. 
and Mehmet Casey. You didn't hear on top of? No, Mehmet okay. Casey was excellent at pointing out that the board of the Downtown Billings Partnership settled on $20,000 on October, no, September 28th. Mm-hmm. And then on October 4th, Mike Nelson and First Interstate Bank said that they would love to throw in an additional mm-hmm. with a capital A mm-hmm. and then a capital rest of whatever letters are in additional. Uh, there's a T in there. Yeah, probably. And an L. And so. an L, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it worked out fine. And mm-hmm. there was some confusion, but everybody's like, yeah, public safety, fuck it, let's do it. And, <laughs> and we were like, goddamn right. It's, it's your, it's your uh, priority right there above one big sky. So why don't you just <laughs> fucking kick it right in the nuts too and <laughs> strangle it to death? Cool. So that's your your update from uh, Washington. Did you uh, catch any fish or do anything like coastal? I did. While you were no. There? So um, while I was there, I was there during the longest stretch of no rain in October and November, and it was since it was the longest stretch since 1952 of no rain. October and November, and it was 12 days. 12 days. Yeah, and I was there for six of them. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty good. And I got there uh, on Sunday because class started at fucking 7.30 on Monday morning, and my friend Jordy took me mountain biking in a really, really wonderful area. Cool. But one day during lunch, it was nice, and I hopped in Jordy's pickup, which he loaned me, and uh, went down to the shore and stood on a dock, which is one of my favorite things to do ever. <laughs> Fair enough. Just stand there and stare at the water and feel a little weird when the dock's moving slowly. God, it's fucking great. It's like being on a ferry. Oh, that's my favorite fucking thing. Mm, just that wonderful white noise. Uh-huh. Mm. Good times. Uh, cool. Let's, let's go to the Pacific Northwest and ride a ferry together, man. I, I'm down. Okay. Totally for it. And that's F-E-R-R-Y, in case you're wondering. Not F-A-I-R-Y. Well, in your mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I guess maybe we need to have this discussion. Sure. Uh, let's do a regional rundown real quick. Um, oh, shit. Let me do some research. <laughs> so we'll start out. Um, one of the, uh, it's not so regional, it's still in the city, but um, the city is going to join with the state of Montana to write a letter to the EPA to make the PCE plume, um, which is from years of dry cleaners dumping a whole bunch of shitty petrochemicals into the ground. That's gnarly, which gnarly is a, a giant. Uh, I forget the square mi- footage of it. It's not footage, but the square miles. Yeah, oh, it's, it's like huge. I want to say it's like 800 square miles. It's a it's a big plume beneath the city that's sort of migrating with the groundwater. But they're going to join with the state because they're out of funds to do anything really with it anymore and make it a super fun site in the yeah. city. It's so when they dug up the basement upgrade. of the northern, they found it. Oh, sure. Yeah. And that's what that's where it's going. It's, it touches the south side a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's over in the central Terry area, mostly. Um, and a lot of those houses are on crawl spaces and is no bueno. Don't yeah. have a lot of the circulation that they need. There are a lot of rentals. A lot of bad things could happen. So that's happening. Well, at least we're people have clean shirts. Yeah, we're now in the cog wheel of the EPA. Good for us. Good for us. Um, Mile City. We talked about Mile City. Um, the uh, trainer, Mister Mister Coach, Mister Coach. Fuck That's that a weird, weird story. Ugh, it just makes your fuck. Yeah, if you want to read, it, I'm not going to go over the details, but you know, as those things go, he agreed to give nine million dollars to the victims, and that's supposed to do something. Yeah, though that'll help. I think it's sure, uh, just, just 
Put a little salve of money on the wound. Yeah, hey, no harm, no foul, right? Sure. That's happening. Mm-hmm. You got you found anything yet? There's no bears or animal attacks recently. Where do the bears go? Are they hibernating now, I guess? Yeah, possibly. Yeah, well, next time. Uh, rock slide up on Laredo. They approved the, that money to move those rocks out of the way and pin some in place. It's like a million something. Jam some rebar in. Yeah, just <laughs> put some epoxy in there. <laughs> I don't know, put a come along on there with a chain and just sort of crank it down. <laughs> But I could back a, a concrete chuck full of JB weld over, over there and dump it over the edge. There you go. Perfect. Uh, Montana board revokes license of ex-hardened teacher who hid gun for student at school. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. That's, that's good. That's, she was, there's so much more to that, probably. It's a rural school. Of course, that's just going to happen. Some, some lady was at Shooter's on... Saturday night, <laughs> dropped a, her fucking gun. Literally dropped her gun in the in the woman's bathroom, and the gun discharged. <laughs> Shut some poor woman in the calf. God, when uh, guns are outlawed, only outlaws will accidentally drop their gun in the bathroom at shooters and shoot somebody in That's the calf. Like at ten o'clock at night, so it wasn't like two in the morning. It was no, relatively early, what unless you're just day fuck? drinking all day. Why would she have a gun in her pocket and shooters? Yeah, it seems like a bad. Well, I mean, gun. never mind. That's a stupid question. It's called shooters. Yeah, there you go. Jesus. Fair enough. There was elections. Those happened. Oh fuck! Uh, we haven't gone over that, have we? I don't like, think we have. We did kind of a live update last time we recorded. I think during a hypothetical car wash, didn't we? It's possible. Yeah, I think we said. Uh, uh, so final election results. So Kendra was elected over uh, Mr. Armstrong. In Ward 1, mm-hmm. Ward 2, saw Roy Neese retain his seat I would imagine over Randy so. Hines. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carmelita lost out to uh, Pam. Pam. Pam Pierton is taking Ward 4. Mm-hmm. Ward 3, you have Danny Chariki beat out Aldo. And in Ward 5, uh, Dick Clark's seat, you had Mike Boyette beating out Dennis Olvesfed. Anyway, so those are your winners of the new uh, <laughs> new council election. 46% turnout. It's pretty this good. Year's, which is higher than usual. Now we, we, see, we will take full credit for increasing the turnout with our massive, massive following. That listen to this podcast, so oh yeah, absolutely. you're welcome, city. Another well, okay, perk but of having an outside PIO, the uh, uh, Pam Purinton Carmelina Dominguez mm-hmm. was 132 votes difference. It was tight, it's so, a tight race. My vote doesn't count. Go fuck yourself. It fucking does. <laughs> wow, that's aggressive. I'm I a like little it. angry when people just say that, though. There are some bitter people out there. There are. They have their reasons. Absolutely. They're all right. wrong. Yeah, that's that's why they're bitter, because they, they're just idiots. Sure. And that's why I'm bitter. We got a listener email. Oh, we did, about Septed. Um, it, well, you, and you about to wait. specifically hostile architecture. Hostile. Hostile architecture, which is uh, like, I don't know, like a few cities 10 years ago or so, like just put down basically pigeon spikes, but on a human scale where... Ooh, human oh, pigeon spikes. Yeah, where homeless people were laying what a down. Human pigeon looks like. <laughs> it's, well, I mean, I know where there's a couple. <laughs> we can go for a drive after this. Um, but it's a good wrestling name. <laughs> the, the human, human pigeon. pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> you can't kill it. It's just got a weird leg. <laughs> it's like thirty different colors. <laughs> Gross. 
uh, it shits everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It can take out any barriers. It's it perfect. Gives you a disease. <laughs> it gives you diseases. You can put messages on it and it can deliver them yeah. on certain homing pigeons. <laughs> the only way you can, the only way you can kill it is hold up a piece of glass that it'll run into. <laughs> Stunned. Uh, Mommy, is the bird dead? <laughs> yes. Yeah, bir- oh God, no, it's not dead. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, it's like God. when the pigeon hulks up. I just imagine like a pigeon like... <laughs> just getting all pumped up. Rip dropping his... the big wing on him. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Rip his little pigeon tank top off. <laughs> Let me tell you something, pigeon. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Hostile design. Email. Hostile architecture, yeah. So like building a bench you can't lay on and uh, putting fucking human pigeon spikes down and uh, where a homeless person would lay down to sure. rest. And uh, I could tell in my septed class that there are people who probably become sexually aroused when they think about that. There's some weird folks about but that, that kind of that. design. Mm-hmm. Huh. Like hell yeah, those fucking homeless people are just ruining everything, and we hate them. You huh. know, not very friendly. And actually, the guy who instructed the classes had a lot bigger heart than that. You know, and uh, so at any rate. Um, I've, hostile architecture is kind of a, I've been interested in that whole social subject for quite a while, and so I actually kind of do plan on delving into that, but I just wanted to honestly say thanks for contacting us about that, because I think that's uh, something that should be addressed. Fair enough. And um, I don't really know which direction to go with it, but uh, I am personally semi-guilty of hostile architecture downtown, too, so... Because you lock up the trash cans? Uh, it's pretty hostile. No, no, I need to take is. that trash can and clean out my car. Yeah, absolutely. I can't because I, it's I get it. tethered to a pole. I get it. Well, or go bolted fuck down. Poor person, get your own trash can. Mm-hmm. Now I've I've had to put weld together some just rails to bolt down where people were congregating and uh, causing a big mess. Gotcha. So there's some cognitive dissonance there for me, but uh, the social... The aspect of it is, I'd say, a very negative one. And there are excellent examples of places that have avoided hostile architecture and designed it for people to use, and it works very, very well. Nice. So That's the way I hope it goes. Yeah, anyway. It seems like a more conducive way to design a, right? an outdoor space or an indoor space. or Make places for people to be people. Yeah, placemaking. Weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Friday Packet at gmail.com. Patreon.com forward slash the Friday packet if you like like to contribute to it. Buck is all we ask. If you want to do that, rate us in the iTunes store and any podcatcher. Starwise, give us a comment. You have a question about the city and would like it answered in a humorous and slightly factual way. Um, <laughs> send us an email. Don't uh, promise anything. <laughs> no slightly factual. Sometimes that's that's a big target to hit. Slightly factual? Yeah. Yeah. It's we get close. We do. You know, we're on the if we were playing darts, we're on the board. That's true. We are not uh, in the sheetrock. You know, triple twenties or anything. Like no, that, no, I don't think we ever. We have. might be hitting the green at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so that as well. Got anything to hawk? I don't know if this will come out. Is there anything coming up that you can think of? I can't think of anything. I but can't either. It's, if you go to the website, you can click on the calendar of events at the Cindy. So November events in the city of Billings. Find yourself a meeting to go to a public meeting. Sit in on it. See if you're interested in it. Uh, join that committee, but only if you've been, you know, indoctrinated into the city 
you know, two years, two years. You stay the fuck off of there if you've only been here for one. Yeah, you go to the task force or something, West End, nope. North North End. Nope. No? Nope. Not allowed there? You go to Taco Bell and you go home. Okay, get yourself a cheesy gordita and mm. sit down and think about what you've done. <laughs>